Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Nothing Concrete, the Barbican podcast. I'm Ben Eshmade and on this week's Archive Edition, we find ourselves watching the tale of a near-impossible romance set against the backdrop of Europe post-World War II in Pavel Pavlikovsky's masterpiece, Cold War. He sees Zuza first time. He just knows that it's a woman of his life. And I remember, like, was it, remember our film has to be magic. <laughs> Set in Poland, Berlin, Yugoslavia and Paris, Cold War depicts an impossible love story, that of young singer Zula, played by Joanna Kulig, and struggling musician Victor, played by Tomasz Kot. This is a breathtakingly beautiful shot black and white film from the director who previously brought us the equally stark and surprising Ida. I spoke to the two lead actors about their roles in this Palm Door winning film. At the beginning, uh, Zula is um, 18, and after, at mm. the end of our film, is uh, 33 or something like this. That's why, for me, it was a great opportunity to show young version of Zula and, um, and you know, more adult and personality and how Zula um, were changing the huge love. It was fantastic opportunity for me build a lot of things, a lot of colors of the character and a lot of colors. Of course, Zula is very deep personality and very um, just a little bit like, like a child, an adult person, but it's great to have that character. Like at the beginning is maybe more warm and delicate and after is more strong. And I'm so happy because uh, Pavel created for me nice character. Yeah, my character name is Victor and he's a middle-aged composer and pianist. Uh, he loves Zula, of course. Mm. At the beginning of the movie, we had some prehistorical X Factor <laughs> and and he see Zuza first time. He just know that it's a woman of his life. I, I think he spent a few years in Paris. So after war, he knew exactly what's going on in Poland. And so, so he decided to, to escape. Okay. But I am just older than, than Zula. Victor is older mm. than Zula. We have a big laugh. <laughs> Jak to z tym ojcem było? Z którym ojcem? Z twoim ojcem. A co miał być? Za co się działaś? 
Pomylił mnie z matką, to mu pokazałam różnicę nożem. Przeżył, pan się nie boi. Let's talk about the age gap. That's quite an interesting thing. I, I suppose it kind of feels like you even out by the end. Yeah, of course. Yeah, age gap, very nice uh, definition. Yeah, we, we, we have a few funny situations, you know, when you have to have some discussion with a director during the set about these situations. We ask him about something and, and Joanna asks, uh, what, what should I do? How should I do? Okay, how, how should I speak this or something? And when I ask, and, and me, you're just older. So, so it was very, very quick and <laughs> simply direction. <laughs> You worked with Pavel before. Could could you talk about the sort of work yeah, with him again? I did with uh, Pavel Domain uh, de Fief, the first, with Ethan Hong and Christine Scott Thomas in France. We did. And uh, yeah, Ida, we did together too. That's why uh, Cold War is our third, third mm. film. That's why I knew about special kind of um, directing. It means like very often I remember when I was on the set um, and we, uh, we did uh, Domain de Fief. Very often Pavel talk with me and said, Joanna, remember, play this scene like swing, like a jazz, think about mm. the music in your head. It means that I knew that um, for Pavel, something like the music rhythm. It means like he all the time listening, rhythm, melody, atmosphere, light and everything. And you have to be very concentrated about inside kind of rhythm. We, of course, we, we talk, but... It's some kind of musician's rhythm all the time because Papa said film is the rhythm, the music too. And you, you hadn't worked with him before? Yeah, it was the first time. And, you, you know, the situation with Pavel is very unique in Poland. He's a Polish director, but not everyone knows him, you know, because, for, for, uh, for example, my few friends, actors and, you know, the writers, and they know Pavel, of course. They, they asked me, do you know him? You know, uh, he's in England, I think, or, you know, he, he's very international. When Pavel called me and, and just wanted to meet me and a little conversation, you know, during the lunch, and I was really happy, you know, because I know this, this legendary man. He, he's like a legend, you know. <laughs> Who knows Pavel, you know? <laughs> So, so I was very happy, and of course, I didn't have this experience before we, we work with him. And at the beginning of the movie, I asked Joanna very often, uh, "So, okay, you know him? <laughs> Tell me something more." You know, it's it's a big adventure in my life. You know, mm. I'm here. I'm talking with you. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, something yeah. amazing. Describe to me what he's like as a person. Is he demanding? He's, does he? Does he step back? Does he know exactly what he wants? Does he, does he collaborate with you? It's really difficult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really difficult to explain because he's very charismatic. He's very, very intelligent uh, man. Every, everything, he can say something, you know. It's, 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 it's really a big thing. And uh, I think he knows exactly what he wants. He does. Yeah, but... The most important thing for him at work, it's, it's, it's a process. So if, for example, if he see the actors and the people uh, from the crew or, uh, or every, everything on set going in other direction than his expectation, he just try to do something to synchronize this. Mm. I'm sorry, it, it, it was no, very no, it complicated. Makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. So, so this, for example, the script, was completely different than script from beginning. We were sense. sitting here, yeah, 
I don't know how many reading rehearsals we had. I think 17, 20, something like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. We met very, very often because we all the time changing something. It means like we, we was reading mm. and Pavel mm, the once again, maybe, what do you think? And we both and with Pavel started to create it maybe... Maybe something completely different. And if something was very interesting for Pavel, Pavel used this, yeah? Yeah, yeah, of course. And he said at the beginning, for example, the most important is love. At the end of the movie, everyone said, oh my God, this movie is about love. The most important is love, you know? So the main mm -hmm. sense is the same, but but we had a completely different story, you know, um, during this, <laughs> I don't know, seven, eight months, you know, a, a, a few countries. Uh -huh. And at the premiere, you, you can notice that, of course, we, we are from inside, if, if I can say that. And we notice that 30 or 40 percent since, you know, you, you, the audience cannot see this because on, we, only we know and the people from the crew. So the story was very interesting for us. <laughs> and I remember, like I said, to remember our film has to be magic. Magic. Yeah, yeah. yeah there has to be magic, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting, and I, I'm not sure if this is the first time he's done this, but it's very episodic. And then, I don't know, you take a breath. It's really, it's really magical. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, it's, it's really difficult and very brave, I think, you know. Um, it's these short breaks in black and my close friend, and, and, I, and I really like uh, his opinion. He said, I hate Pavel. You know why? Because when you have this disaster at the piano and you just can't play and you mix everything and you're crying, you know, the camera just left you and some guys with trumpets. I hate him. <laughs> I want to see what's going with you, you know. So we have something strong and left, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's amazing. It's powerful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We've, we've touched on the music. I wanted to talk about the Cold War a little bit. Could you talk about the Cold War and, and the communist times in, in, in Poland? Yeah, of course. It, it was a crazy time and, and no one likes it and no one, no one wants to come back this, this, this time. And it's a very important moment in my life when, when I realized was that communism, it was when my father, when, when the communists fell down in Poland. And my, mother, my father always loved the mountains, you know, it, it was his hobby, his passion. And, he you know, every mountain in Poland and uh, every mountain in, in this communistic region, he decided to, to walk on Mont Blanc. And after this great, beautiful uh, event in his life, he said, this fucking communism took me all my years, you know. I'm normal guy, I should go on Mont Blanc. 20 years ago, not now. And I thought, oh my God, the dreaming's ending. I, I think, you know, in Victor's perspective, you know, he, he, he knew exactly what's going on in Poland. He, he knew that he has to escape from, yeah. from, from, from this country because he knew the West world. And, and a lot of people just, I think every family has a part family aboard in Poland because they just escaped when the communist was in Poland. I, I have family in USA, in France, in uh, in, in Holland, for example. Yeah. For Zula, it was completely different situation about communists because her background is very strong and and Zula is with very huge, nice music group. And for her, this is all family. 
comfort, yeah. Yeah, and she's not good educated and doesn't speak very well in foreign languages. And for her, go with Victor to, to France, it's something which is very, very stressful. And for her, be in this group, is she feels safe in, in mm. this huge um, music group and... The, the system is not so important like she, she she knows but 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 for her yeah she's happy with music with people with young people and dancing and singing and for her this is the the most uh, important uh, situation about communism real communism i don't remember a lot because i was uh, too small but i know that for our parents and grandparents very difficult time yeah. you know and now we can travel a lot be everywhere but for our parents it wasn't so simple and uh, they had much much difficult time and strong life than we have now Interesting with Zula, with the music, the music is a character, obviously, and it starts off pure collecting folk songs, and by the end of it you're singing very silly pop songs. That, that's quite interesting. That's quite interesting, and for me it's interesting too, because... I was Polish mountain country when the folk music is still alive. They use this during the wedding and during the communion. That's why I use this, uh, my real, you know, experience about the uh, folk music. Uh, our Mazurek is inspired by Mazowsze. Mazowsze is in Poland. It's real huge group and some dancers and singers were in our film too. That's why we use the the real songs from, from Mazowsze and... It was another very interesting thing for me because it was the folk music, but with different kind of arrangement, like like more classic, more mm-hmm. you know the 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 choir and the the, the dancing. And when I uh, sang "Dwa Serduszka Cztery Oczy" with Mazurek, it's you have to use more delicate voice, more like bel canto, but still use you know mm-hmm. folk sound. That's why. I work about this. And the third part was like this kind of songs uh, started being like in jazz arrangement. And Marcin Masecki did wonderful arrangement and for 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 Vaserduszka, for Luen de Toi. And it was very, very interesting for me because I had to work with different kind of uh, styles and use different kind of um, color of the voice. That's why... I used my voice, voice like an instrument and like a part of acting. And yeah. it was really great for me. And I used my own voice because, you know, I was singing and I finished, you know, piano school and then the, the singing school. Yeah, it, it was a great opportunity for me to use this two of different kind of styles of singing. Muszę ci coś powiedzieć. Hmm. Um, a favorite moment from the film? What, 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 what sticks with you? A favorite moment? At the studio, when, when I'm so tired and she's so tired and she, uh, she speaks to me, I don't believe in you. And 
It was the first moment when I saw in the cinema someone completely different than me. You know, I, I, I couldn't recognize myself. I thought, oh my God, it's very difficult because because I, I love acting, I, I love movies, and and it's it's it's, it's not often for me. So so, so it, it was really strange and exotic moment for me. It's sad, haunting, yet beautiful with a sumptuous soundtrack. Cold War is another career high from the must-see Polish director. I'm Ben Eshmade. Thanks for listening to this archive edition of Nothing Concrete, the Barbican podcast. It's here to inspire more people to discover and love the arts with weekly episodes of archive finds and theme series. Subscribe to Nothing Concrete on Acast, Spotify or wherever you find your podcasts. And if you can, leave us a review to help us get the word out. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.